Hello, welcome back to Mathematical Prowess. This is your host. <laughs> I think it's been a bit. Um, well, first off, I, I just want to say hi. Um, I hope you've enjoyed uh, the past, what, 14 episodes. Um, I'm only going to be, you know, making more and, and, and trying to learn more and go more in depth into what I'm talking about. So if you don't know already, I'm at a pre-engineering uh, preparation school for half the day. And then the other half, I attend my actual high school uh, where I take my math class, of course, and my uh, English and science. And I have a, a history class, too. Now, if you love math, this is the place for you. And and today, this 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 day, I think this might, might be one of my first episodes as a senior. And yeah, so a lot of stuff going on for me this year. Um, very, very exciting, overwhelmed um, with emotions, good and bad. So, so much happening. Um, but if you're here, hopefully you love math. I love math. And I'm going to share my passion with you. And <laughs> that's good because it really helps me um, relax. So, today's episode, um, it's going to be a short one, maybe, but... Uh, a very important thing that uh, I don't think we we always uh, cover, and that is um, like what is like what's engineering versus you know versus uh, scientist or science, right? Phew. So science, what is science? Well, science studies the world around us, tries to build. Uh, tries to make prove a hypothesis right or wrong and then you know extrapolate data and it, it describes how the world around us works how things work how systems work right this is uh, probably very a broad um, definition which I'm which I'm trying to be broad because there's a lot of different sciences you know for example economics psychology uh, those are both social sciences but there's also biology you know physics physics there's a uh, chemistry okay all those all you know social sciences may be somewhat more abstract right try to describe uh, things that are not as tangible you know our physical sciences of course like um, like I said biology chemistry obviously study tangible things things that we can uh, touch and we can uh, clearly see in one way or another they're still science and they're still trying to prove something right or wrong and they're still trying to get more data now engineering engineering likes to use science right um, to develop to develop well basically anything right because engineers are there's a lot of different engineers and they're tasked with basically anything and everything the world needs in terms of uh, products right what do I mean by this so an engineer's goal um, at the end of the day, whenever he or she is tasked with with a uh, problem, is to develop uh, develop set product, right? Set product, and do it efficiently, which means using money. Uh, you know, the the less money, the better, right? As long as long as you still get uh, a good return uh, for what you're buying, right? And to do it to the best of the ability of, of the product, right? To do, do the product justice, you know? Make sure um, make sure you're actually, you know, understanding the science 
behind what you're building so you can build it to the best of your ability, right? With respects to, you know, your constraints and criteria and but also what's it called to science, I guess. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. So this my in my the the first couple of weeks in my class of my, my engineering class of course we're all getting uh, situated with the class right and so there's not a lot of stuff I, I suppose actually happening in terms of material and like homework and like projects that we're actually doing so one of the things he had us do my 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 teacher my professor uh, Mr. Anzar he had us he had us make propellers out of paper paper and cardstock so we we basically got to the, the everybody got a piece of paper like bendable paper and then we got cardstock so we got to choose literally how we made our propellers right and we were supposed to have six propellers and and like so it's basically just six rectangles okay three cardstock and three paper now we also had a fan pointed at the at the ceiling like pointing at the ceiling and we would put I'm not going to get too much into the details, but too much. I'm not going to get too much into the details, but we would put basically uh, the propeller on on a string and on top of the fan, right? So it would go up, and so we were trying to figure out how to, you know, maximize or how to like make make sure our propellers were uh, as best as possible. So there was not a lot of organization per se, because it was, uh, I suppose, individual or with partners, but there wasn't. Too much organization, right? To optimize this project or this uh, goal, but but uh, I actually found out um, a lot um, from this project, which which lasted um, about two weeks. So you're telling yourself, why would that last two weeks? It lasted two weeks because we actually did it did it again. We did it twice. And this time we tried to we tried to take uh, into account what was actually happening more and push ourselves more. And we had we had even more create creativity or whatever or availability in in terms of what we we could actually do with the propellers, right? So um, the second time around, we were able to make all kinds of things with with the paper and cardstock. But here's something interesting that I found out in in my propellers. It's uh, the second go around. So the second go around. I'm I'm telling myself, you know what? I saw people's going like short propellers, like short, like two to three inches short propellers going super high up. I'm like, hmm, I want to get mine super high up, or I want to see the effects of of changing that, right? And we also were doing two variables the second time around. So I did length and and weight, right? So I did three propellers that were super short, right? That were paper. Three propellers that were super short, cardstock, and then I did a uh, three propellers that were long, as in like you know rectangular long, cardstock, and then you know three rectangular ones, paper that were big, right? Boom. Now, what I found out was um was that you have to, and I might have said previously, I like it. It might be hard to keep up or whatever with what I just said behind there. I might have even missed a, a, a couple things. Don't worry about that too much or whatever. Just you know, try to pay attention to what I'm saying now, and uh, 
I guess just focus on what I'm about to say. Essentially though, I found out that either if you sacrifice uh, too much length or area, right, surface area, your propeller isn't gonna ha isn't gonna be isn't gonna be pushed up by by the wind, and now that's a problem, right? Because we want it to be pushed up by by the fan, right, to go as high as it can go, as opposed to the the cardstock, right? Um, that was I mean, the, or the bigger rec rectangles or whatever that actually went really high or or a lot higher, just because they had more surface area. Now this is good. Now on top of the on top of just the length though, you also have to sacrifice you also have to sacrifice a lot of length. I mean a lot of like a weight too because if it weighs too much, you're pretty much done for, right? Cuz it's just going to stay down. So you want the lightest and somewhat long surface area before before obviously you get to the point where it's just, you know, inefficient, right? But that, that's, that's what I figured out, right? So the paper, um, the paper, the big paper thing went up the highest because it had the biggest surface area and also had the least, uh, the least weight, right? So that's actually, that's something um, very interesting. Um, you can do this with other, with other, um, with other things, other factors as well. But this is just the ones that I did that were uh, pretty simple. And now there are some similarities in this, though, right? So between, I mean, obviously this, the engineering process, and uh, or the design of experiment, and uh, an actual experiment by a by a scientist, right? And the difference is this: in the in the experiment, we we usually want to test just one thing, prove like one thing right or wrong, right? But in this in this scenario, we're trying to optimize, right? We're trying to optimize our project, our propellers, for them to be the best that they can be. Now, the similarities though are that just like in in how traditional science, we want to isolate variables. That is what we're doing here too. We're isolating variables. Now, typically though, you wouldn't isolate. Uh, you would in in science on not engineering in science, you would really only isolate usually one variable not to how we did um, how we did in this experiment for for the engineering that's unusual that you hear that you have two variables in an experiment I've never uh, heard of an experiment with more than one variable uh, but this is a design of experiment thing this is this is this is different we're optimizing here right so that's that's I think the biggest difference between engineers and scientists one and one, we're really trying to optimize uh, something, a product, right? Uh, using the principles of you know of mathematics and science to optimize it. Whereas in science, again, we're really just trying to prove something right or wrong, discover more, understand, expand our understanding. And in engineering, we're really trying to apply those things. And and I, I suppose, you know, get a lot of benefit from the technology that we're able to create. So um. Yeah, uh, that's the episode for today. I forgot the Daily Wisdom, the last episode, I believe. Um, I'm so sorry. I felt like I broke a, a, a trend, a streak. I have it today, though. And today, um, I just have to say, you know, I'd say learn about, learn about leadership, I'd say. Uh, 
it definitely helps a lot. I know I've already given out some like you know tips on leadership, and I probably might have already said something like this before. But let me just tell you this right now. Uh, I had a, I just had an interview for a position of uh for this competition, and essentially they they were they asked a lot of questions, right? Uh, they asked ten questions, and because I was able to have like I guess have some leadership training beforehand, I was actually able to give pretty good answers to what they wanted, right? And like for for example, two of their questions specifically, right, were were in regards to I'm sorry about the wind by the way. I'm back inside. I'm I hope it, the audio didn't come out bad. But two other two other questions were one for example was how would you deal with a, a personal like problem with like a like a team member, right? Like in someone who's in your team. So I answered that and I said, um, if someone I would I would like talk to them or whatever, pull them aside, be like, did I do something? Did you do something? Is there a reason you don't like me or whatever? Obviously take accountability, right? And if that's not the case, right, then I would then if no one didn't is it any fault, maybe two people just don't like each other, right? That's a possibility. Just remind them of uh of the team's goal, the team's purpose. Um, remember to stay focused, right? As long as, as long as those attitudes or what's it called, opinions or emotions don't get in the way of the team. Um, that's what matters, right? You need to keep things uh, professional, um, especially when you're in a competition and pushing, pushing to to win, right? To, to be the best. So that's one question. That's how I, more or less how I how I answered it. But that's pretty spot on for like the most part. And the second question was, how would you deal with uh, a team member not fulfilling their responsibilities and now I said that if someone's not f- like fulfilling their responsibilities or whatever I said I would like again pull them aside ask them like did I miscommunicate um did you misunderstand um is it like something like personal or like you know or you know is it the, the time is it like you know talk to them pull, pull like ask them what the issue is or whatever uh, I guess restate what uh, what hadn't been already stated, or or maybe what um what what the issue was, or what I expect from them, and then and then and then what, and then just just check up on them to make sure that um whatever it is that the team needs them to be doing, that they're doing it uh properly and on time. Um, that was my answer to the second question. They also. They also asked me why I think I would be good for the role. I said that um, I want to be like a leader. I've I I feel like I've I needed a a leadership position where I could really like you know mentor people, pass down my wisdom, and coach, and uh, make make them better, right? And because it's not about like it, it, when you're a leader, it's really about pushing others uh, around you to be better, and they're gonna push you to be better, right? in the process. So it's it's really about that, I believe. I sincerely do believe that and I sincerely do believe that I can and will be a good leader when um when given the, when given the chance to or whatever, when given the task to, I know I will rise to the occasion and uh and lead a team um and lead a team to to success, right? To meet our goals. I said that more or less to the interviewer interviewer and that was on the more side just saying that is pretty much the gist of what I said. And so they, the the interviewers, the interviewers just like, I think they liked that I said that. 
because um, the they made a list. Well, they, they, we had specific positions available, right? Um, and they made a list of of which candidate. I wasn't the only one inter like being interviewed. There was a a list of like maybe like ten people getting interviewed, and those people were were put in like categories based on their categories. I mean like positions. They were they were basically I was basically recommended for specific positions, right? I was recommended for uh, president, vice president, and parliamentarian. And tomorrow, I'm going to be running for president, right? And uh, hopefully, I get the job done. Um, I'm going to give my, my two-minute speech, which is just, you know, I'm going to say that. I, I mean, I have a lot of wisdom to pass down, and that's what I want to do. And if they give me the chance to, then I'm just going to try to be work to be worthy of someone, you know, who's their leader. So that's what I'm going to say. Um, I think you should learn about leadership too. Uh, it definitely helped me in this interview. Um, I'm not exactly, I said I wanted to, for example, for this stuff right here that I just said about the interview, I said I wanted to run for vice president first, then president, then uh, I believe parliamentarian perhaps. And just for I'm not sure if they were trying to, trying to, you know, make sure you, you were like right for like the roles you wanted or whatever. Um, and there was more roles that I had to rank, you know, from one to like 10 or seven or whatever that I wanted. But, you know, the roles I wanted, which were president, vice president, parliamentarian, um, those were the most, the roles I most wanted. I was, you know, recommended for those. So I don't know if they kept in mind that I wanted those or that I should be good for them, but I think the leadership stuff that I said paid off. I think that's why I gave them really good answers. And and I think you should learn about that stuff too. Anyway, I love math. Share the episode. Um, yeah, I'll be back again soon, I hope. And hopefully <laughs> I, win, I win the elections tomorrow, right? Anyway, adios. I love math.